You're listening to Gear Disrupted. Yo, yo, what's up, everyone? Welcome to episode 18 of the podcast Ear Disrupted, where our mission is to encourage and inspire people to live and work abroad through practical tips, actionable insights, and of course, real life stories. I'm your host, Gabrielle, and I'm joined here with my co-host, Avi, and we are live once again for an indeterminate amount of time from Copenhagen, Thailand. Yes, we are not live, just to be clear. This was pre-recorded and then we are uploading it but yes yeah, we're still sounds in fun to say that we're, <laughs> we're still in thailand right now uh it seems like our visas have been automatically extended until july 31st yeah. so unless borders open up to other countries we're probably gonna be here until then yeah things are still pretty shut down but it is nice that we are getting the automatic visa extensions normally Thailand is a bit strict about, you know, the check-ins, the extensions. So it's really nice that we don't have to go and um, figure out the whole embassy thing and stand in lines and get stand close to people and and things like that. So we are just, you know, living our best lives over here. Hope everyone is staying safe as well. Yep. So what are we talking about today? Yeah. So today is going to be a little on theme with what we just said. We are going to be talking about, you know, turning times of uncertainty innovation into innovation, um, creative ways to innovate during the coronavirus. I think that, you know, there is no way to really predict how this thing is going to shake out, resolve. I don't know what the hell is going on on any normal day. So just like it seems just when it seems like we're going to open back up, we're not. Um, So we might as well sit tight, grab a coffee and maybe put our thinking caps on, right? That's right. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) sound like the host of a kid's show. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, when this first started, it seemed like maybe it might be a week or two thing and we our lives may go back to normal. But as this goes on now to 40 plus days, it seems like things may stay like this or things may change permanently yeah um i think the whole mask thing the social distancing thing is probably here to stay for a while um chances are remote work will probably become more and more normal for 2020 which may eventually just become permanent i mean think about just things that are so far off like even if the economy and the country opens like concerts or sports yeah, games those are like not happening those things soon. will be we're not going to flip a switch back to society as we know it and that's the point right is that society and and the way we run things is forever changed in in my opinion whether we want to accept that or not yeah so these changes do happen there are lots of different eras of change just in our lifetimes but this probably being the biggest um so we are going to you know like our mission suggests maybe encourage and inspire you to think of some of some ways maybe that that you can ride this wave of change in a way that either works for you or maybe can lend itself to another idea or business or or things like that. Yep, totally agree. So 
Avi, you're a numbers guy, an economy guy. Like, do you think things are going to get worse before they get better from an economic standpoint? I mean, I'm not an <laughs> economist, so. Well, but uh, you watch but the I, stock market. I watch the market, and this is totally a personal opinion. Yeah. I have to say that I'm no way a financial advisor or anything. But in my personal opinion, yes, the market has bounced back, but that's all because people have come into the market thinking that all this all these stocks have taken a deep dive and it's a great yeah. opportunity to buy these stocks at a discount but the damage that is being done by coronavirus is not yet reflected into the market mm-hmm. because the the quarterly earnings reports are just starting to come out yeah uh, so in my opinion yeah things are going to go down again and before they recover you know, right now we're still in that weird time between hope of, hey, things are about to open back up and and kind of we don't know how long this is going to go on. So it's kind of a mixed signal right now. Some mm-hmm. people are thinking, oh, we're about to open up and business is going to go back to normal. But there's also signs suggesting that we are in this for a longer term. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, what do you do when that happens? Um, so we wanted to maybe rewind the clocks a bit and and talk about 2008, um, maybe the last huge recession that we've experienced if we are headed towards a recession. You know, this, this may happen and we just want to make sure that you guys listening and everyone can just think of ways to start new businesses or or think of side hustles that you can do during these uncertain times. Some of the really big businesses did start during the last recession when we were thinking of, you know, Credit Karma, Square, Venmo, Uber, Airbnb. All those businesses came out of the last recession because people saw the need for small businesses to be able to make money. Yeah, and I think we need to really underscore those businesses and how big that is right like 2008 um maybe people listening were were in different stages of their lives were different ages Abi, you were kind of entering the job market at that time no i was in college that you were in college but you were about to graduate right yeah when you entered the workforce um i was you know, seeing what was going on around me, some of the families and households that were affected by that recession. So I was a bit younger to really know the the serious impact of it. Um, but looking back, you know, there was so much uncertainty and, and such a redefinition of the American dream, right? Like with the massive job loss, some of the people losing their entire savings and um, maybe their businesses and their homes. Um those kinds of ideals were so cemented into what the American dream was. So I think we just have to understand, even though the coronavirus time is, is totally different and it might have a totally different impact, we've been in these kinds of situations before that cause us to challenge everything that we've thought about. So Abi mentioned some of these companies that were started during this time period, and I think it's just huge to think that they were started back at the time like just a year after the first iphone came out right so the apps thing yeah smartphones were still not a a common thing among people so to think that you know these companies started 
back then and now we use them on on our devices on a regular basis yeah it's pretty amazing yeah i mean it's crazy to think about the the app marketplace was was nothing then like it is now and i guarantee that most of us if not all of us have at least one and chances are probably all of these apps on our phone so if you think about because we're trying to inspire both each other and everybody else and you guys we can all inspire each other to put ourselves in that frame of mind of maybe the anticipation of the changes that this will have in society. So if you look at like apps like Square, um, you know, I used Square the first time in high school when I was working for a local business. So the makers of Square were thinking, okay, um, you know, economic downturn, maybe people have to start their own businesses. Maybe people don't trust traditional financial institutions as much. Credit karma, maybe they want that Um, transparency into their credit to be able to improve it um, to have actionable tips on how to improve it so you can see that some of the the emotional phenomenons around money at that time the mistrust of banks the bailouts gave way to these financial centered apps that put the user the consumer the everyday american first Um, Same thing with kind of Uber and Airbnb. I mean, this was at a time where people probably weren't taking vacations and booking rides, but they had that foresight that the world was going to be more connected at the end of the financial crisis, right? Yeah. And if you look 10 years later, these companies have all become staples of our society. In fact, I would argue they've shaped some of our society too. the use of them, you know, Airbnb completely disrupted the market. And I'm not saying that all these, you know, you can think whatever you want about these companies, but there's no denying the change that they've had. So our point is, is that these economic downturns can really be the beginning of, of new chapters in the market. Yeah. So what we want to do is just inspire you to think of what our new lifestyle may look like because of Corona or COVID-19 and and what our lifestyle will be like and and if you can think ahead and think of the things that will be more in demand going forward. So just looking at things right now and the companies that are currently thriving in these times of quarantine is like meal delivery Mm -hmm. because people can't go out to restaurants and not everyone wants to cook food at home. Meal delivery is is really high in demand right now. Um, same thing with fitness. Uh, we know that, you know, all the gyms are closed. What a glow up, you know, all these fit, like these fitness YouTubers who are already had tons of views are probably just like banking right now, (laughs) bank right now. But yeah, you know, with gyms being closed, you know, we know pretty much everyone is online one Mm -hmm. way or the other trying to find fitness videos or have group classes with their other friends and and do workouts at home yeah. figuring out better ways to work out at yeah home. that's helping you know fitness people really innovate too with how they are going to compete and make their service offering better so even though gyms will open one day yeah. um, i'd say there are probably going to be some people that are permanent converts to the workout working at home. out yeah. from home i love it um and to think that you don't have to spend that money and still get a great workout and yeah. make progress. That's already one change. Gyms might just not be as popular. 
Hopefully exactly. that means 24-hour fitness will step up their game a little <laughs> bit because they right. suck. And then, uh, you know, same thing with the cooking channels. Everyone is a chef. <laughs> like, everyone's everyone a chef these days. Everyone just became a chef overnight. I mean, I, I get it. Like, I appreciate it. No judgment. It. Like, no, I appreciate it. is making great food because everyone's bored at home yeah. and uh, everyone's got to eat. So if you haven't uh, yet, checked out, check out Half Baked Harvest on Instagram. She makes the most bomb food. And I'm living vicariously through all of you cooking people because we don't really have a kitchen here. So I see all these like dank meals that people are creating. And congrats to everyone just magically becoming Gordon Ramsay during this time. Yeah, I prefer it better than like the people all becoming TikTokers, I'd say. Yeah, I prefer the person or the yeah. the new chefs to but, TikTok. <laughs> but yeah, if you know we're talking about things that are thriving right now, so is TikTok. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people have jumped on TikTok lately. Yeah. So hey, I'm if uh, as, if that's your that. thing, you know, by all means. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know, it just it even the silly things that we see online going viral is just proof that human beings are amazing at innovating and. Um, keeping up with uncertainty. So even just like the funny things we've seen, some of the the quarantine-esque, you know, res- creative responses, it's just, it gives me hope for the creative potential of humans. So whether you're just doing that for fun or for views, there's also a way to do it um, for more longevity and maybe for business opportunity. So we wanted to quickly cover just how to earn money independently during this time, right? So there are quick and easy ways of earning money during this time. I know people are struggling. People may have lost their jobs. So if you want that peace of mind, um, there is always a way to teach English online. Um, yeah, the website's called, I think, VIP Kid. VIP Kid is one of the main one of ones. Yeah. And I know people who have used it yeah. and have... You know, it works with their schedule. You're not making like Bill Gates money by any means, but it's enough. It's it's totally enough. So teaching English online, um, it also can that can help you connect you to other human beings. Yeah. Um, there's always um, if you're interested in getting into affiliate marketing, there's always ClickBanks, which is this giant marketplace of products um, that your your job is to kind of be the marketer for them. Um, and find a way to get people to buy them. So, you know, I think some people are interested in that. Some people have certainly made a lot of money in that. But if, you know, you have nothing else to do and you want to try to learn sales or marketing, uh, ClickBanks can be a great marketplace, especially if you find a product that you really believe in. Right. And then there's always freelance. Um, we'll talk more about that in, in the next section. But, yeah. you know. And, and we've talked about this, you know, freelance stuff in past episodes, mm-hmm. too, on how you can use your existing skills and, and freelance on websites like Fiverr and what's the other one? Upwork. Upwork, and There's yeah. a couple other. You know, obviously, you can you guys can work independently, use your existing skills or start something to start earning income. But the other thing that we also want to discuss is kind of like the different business opportunities that right. come out of these times. And uh, and, yeah, and how to think about. This yeah. Time. And you could think about as far as how things are going to change and how you can be ahead of the, the game and, and mm-hmm. start something that, you know, 
will be needed or will be in demand going forward. Feel free to put your sci-fi hat on here because no one really knows what the future will hold. But I'd say the future is always at least loosely based on the present. So we're going to kind of take a survey of the present moment. Um, so like we said with freelance, you know, there's always a way to freelance. But you're thinking about it in terms of coronavirus. Unfortunately, many businesses will be making cuts right now. And there are certain departments or certain groups that are usually cut first um, in businesses. That is right. So, you know, if you start thinking about the transferable skills that you may have and how you can offer those to businesses in need, because I can guarantee you if businesses are struggling and they have an in-house design team, chances are that team might be one of the first to go. Right. Or if they have an entire army of salespeople who just aren't making the sales, they could cut them as well. So unfortunately with businesses, it is a money thing. Numbers do come first. So if you are able to market yourself as um, a freelancer or a consultant who can really drive value on an as-needed basis, you might be able to figure out what your target audience is, what kind of business might be needing you right now. And, and you know, not just market yourself as just a, a blank blanket freelancer, but somebody who can specifically come in and quickly adapt to the changes being made in these companies and help them stay afloat. Secondly is think about parts of COVID-19 lifestyle that are here to say. Mm-hmm. So chances are remote work is going to become a a norm for for a lot of industries and a lot of companies the focus on hygiene and cleanliness and social distancing is also probably going to become pretty normal yeah and then services that are provided online so whether it's teaching online or health and fitness uh, online i think that's probably here to stay we already know that a lot of schools are now closed for the the rest of 2020 so there are some schools that were prepared for remote teaching some of them are not Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of opportunity here to figure out ways to either make you know remote teaching or online teaching more efficient absolutely and there's a there are so many different ways to approach it even just hearing avi speak i thought of one you know if if remote work here's an example if remote work is becoming a thing Um, You know, that might take away that huge social aspect of the office and maybe companies still want their workers to feel socially connected. So maybe somebody can come in and create, you know, I, I understand that like big Zoom happy hours are kind of a shit show because you can never it's hard to get one person to talk or, you know, things like that. So maybe you think of creative ways where you can do team building exercises remotely and help companies, you know, strengthen the camaraderie between their workers. Or maybe you once, once social gatherings are allowed, um, develop team building activities that are specific for remote groups of people to come together. Like that's an idea right there. Mm -hmm. Um, and that probably will be needed at some point. Yeah. That's Um, a million dollar idea. Yeah. So if one of you guys listening, move forward with that idea yeah i don't make have sure, enough time make sure to, to give us it. some uh some yeah let me at least brand you let me let incubix my company brand your business when you market yourself. <laughs> <laughs> give you a shout out there but yeah there are so many ways to approach it so just think about 
you know, we don't necessarily need another app or another platform. It could just be like a service or a product. There's nothing like a good old product or service. Exactly. Um, so another way to think about it is like, you know, what are you good at? And, and we always advocate for this um, on this podcast because I'm a big believer that fundamentally what you're good at is the thing that brings you passion and enthusiasm. Um, even if it's like a certain aspect or quality, it doesn't have to be a quote unquote dream job. It can be a component of that job. It can be working with people, talking to people, helping people, numbers. It can be anything. Um, but think about like what you're good at um, and how you can market that as well. Yeah. Example, another example for you guys. I, I actually read about this in an article, but like, the idea of a cost cutter consultant, right? So maybe you're like really good at efficiency and numbers and you could help your family or friends save 10% on their bills by analyzing their spending history um, and, you know, things like that. And you're able to keep a certain percentage of the money saved. Boom. Then you can yeah. start with family and friends, start building a portfolio, things like that. I think people will really need ways of saving money in, in this time um, because really nobody knows what the future holds. Nobody knows if they're getting another stimulus check anytime yeah. soon. So that's one way to do it. Again, make sure you credit us if you, <laughs> if you use that. Just kidding. But get out there. Uh, Abby, what's another way you can think about that, this or like frame it? Yeah, I mean, other thing is obviously if, you know, there there is a product that you've been making and just haven't ever gotten to it, maybe now is the time to start marketing your your product and, and sell it to businesses yeah. or to people. Yeah, learning the other sides of a business, yeah. right? Maybe you crochet really beautiful things. I don't know why. We're I'm back to crochet. Example. <laughs> and you don't really know anything about sales. Like YouTube has ways to deep dive into that stuff. Um, so it's always kind of cool to look at things through the lens of like what you are good at and maybe how you can, you know, bring something unique to the Yeah, table. And, and another way to think about it is let's say you're really good at editing videos. Mm -hmm. And so one thing you could do is you can freelance and edit videos for other people. But there's also the other part where you could teach other people how to mm -hmm. edit videos because there's a lot of people right now, I'm sure, who, you know, want to become YouTubers and want to become social media influencers or whatnot. Mm -hmm. And so if they're trying to learn that skills, it's like a good way to either start a YouTube channel or a, one of those master class or yeah. something like those and just teach people what you're good at yeah. so i mean that it that in itself is such a broad area where anyone so who's good at anything can yeah. can i mean if you're good at let's say woodworking and and that's like a skill you want to teach other people you could create an entire course around that totally you know same thing with if you're into stocks and trading you could create a course around that to teach people how to trade and invest their money Absolutely. So. And it's also like, you know, start approaching the news or the changes in, in society, in economy with like your, your quote unquote thinking cap. I know I sound like a kindergarten teacher. Um, but for example, you know, if you see a headline that's like, oh, you know, more divorces on the rise or marriages falling apart, you know, something like that. And you're like, 
huh, I have a healthy relationship or I like creating games. You know, I'm, I'm not advising people to become like a couples therapist during this time <laughs> with absolutely no qualifications, but maybe you can like think of a game for friends or couples to play. I actually have a client who's a couple. They're a married couple and they make sexual games for other couples um, who maybe don't have that time to connect intimately. So again, they're just like using, you know, their imagination. It probably even brings them together as a couple and it's pretty easy to make their games and sell them on Amazon. Um, So there are just infinite numbers of ways. And then to tie this all together is the idea of networking, right? So like normal networking is, finding someone at a cocktail party and and like this really painful small talk and just like maybe getting to the point eventually. Um, But there you can always be networking right now. Like people are bored and people have time on their hands and people are lonely. So maybe surf LinkedIn, set up your LinkedIn if you don't have one and just reach out, you know, connect with people. I've been making a ton of connections on LinkedIn and a great conversation starter is just, how are you doing? Are you staying safe? Um, Is your business okay? Yeah. And you never know, that could just be a great contact. It could develop into a beautiful partnership. It could be your new best friend. Maybe you find the love of your life on LinkedIn. <laughs> exactly, you never <laughs> a know. A LinkedIn love story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you know, in our experience, we've seen that people in LinkedIn are usually, you know, most of the time willing to help. Mm-hmm. So if, if you're even just curious about an industry and you find a, someone who works in that industry, feel free to reach out to them. And who knows, maybe you'll catch a lead that uh, takes you somewhere great. Yeah. And actually, like LinkedIn is great for following hashtags and commenting. If you have any sort of unique perspective or um, like skill set or expertise, start commenting on the trending LinkedIn posts, um, because I have done that in my industry in 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 brand strategy. Um, and I've actually been able to connect with some brand people that I actually worship, like CEOs and CMOs of other big companies who have been maybe just impressed with the comments that I leave on their posts or the insight I'm able to add to the conversation. So just never undervalue yourself, um, your opinion, your expertise, and just your innovation and creativity will be huge here. So I would like to personally encourage anybody to think about this seriously because i do think human beings are capable of amazing things and i think we're all creators on the inside that is right yeah that's such a great point well with that basically what we want to tell everyone in this episode is times are probably changing and things might not stay the same and things may never go back to what we considered normal Mm -hmm. so just uh Think about what the future is going to be like and what things may be more in more demand and and maybe use those as inspiration to start something amazing. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, feel free to reach out. Um, we're always curious to know some of your takeaways and, and what is helpful. So please reach out. Um, let us know if any of this inspired you or if you're ready to just you know, get started on something. Exactly. Yeah. And if you've already started on something, we'd love to know that too. Please let us know if there's a business idea or a side hustle you're currently working on. And we'd love to share that with our audience. Yeah. Uh, once again, we are on Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter. You can check us out on our website, eardisrupted.com. Yep. 
and until next time bye bye